0: Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of your favorite ongoing Japanese manga. My name is Bruce. I am the proprietor of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel. With me again this week is Gautam. What's up? This week we're going to give some recommendations for brand new manga readers or people looking to get into reading manga. And there are a lot of different types of people who might be interested in starting to read some manga, so we have some suggestions for all of you. Also, put your hands together because it is our one year podcasting anniversary, so stick around. Hell yeah. So, a quick little intro, I guess. Most people probably know what manga is, but in case you don't, manga are Japanese comic books. The big thing to know is that when you're reading them, they are generally read, uh, the the words are still read left to right, but the pages are read right to left. So, right to left, top to bottom, um, that's sort of the big thing to be on the lookout here. The... Uh do, 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 do. we're going to start with some suggestions for specific tastes you may have. We'll end with one kind of big general suggestion and start with one also, I guess. Uh a quick disclaimer before we start. Um I looked at this list and I said, "Hey, we're kind of missing an angle here." So disclaimer here is if you're looking for a shoujo or jose suggestion, we don't really have that here. Uh, neither of us read really deeply into that into those genres. Uh, so I, I don't think we could really give a good recommendation of that. So there isn't one here. If you would like one of those, I'm going to direct you to a YouTube channel called Colleen's MangaRex. Uh, she's a great little YouTube creator. And the overlap of series that I do have experience with tells me that she has good taste. Shout out to her Chihayafuru video, which I think is amazing. Um, so let's... Get right into it. The first thing, the first, I guess, group of people that I want to make a suggestion to here is massive anime watcher who hasn't read any manga. Um, I was this once upon a time, a good, you know, a couple of years ago. Maybe I had read one or two, but uh, Gautam, you got me more into reading manga. With honestly. Nothing that's on this list, but some of the stuff maybe five or six years ago that might have been. Um, but I, I think this is a large population of you out here. So if this is you who's watched anime for years and maybe has only picked up one or two manga and is saying, "Hey, I'd, I'd like to read more." I hear people talking about this a lot. I see this on Twitter. Um, I'm going to get into it. So, what is my suggestion if you ha- if you are you know you've watched all this anime, you're big into the the, the big anime? What do I suggest that you go and read? My Suggestion for you is to go read Dandadan Dan by Tatsu Yukinobu. Um, this series is on Jump Plus. You can read the first, I think, three chapters for free on Manga Plus in the West. Uh, why do I think this is a good starter? The reason I think this is a good starter manga is one, it's good, uh, and I think that. All 10 things we have recommended here are obviously good quality series. I think that's a... You don't want to recommend someone start with something bad. Um, the other thing I would say is that if you're well experienced with anime and you know a lot about different genres, you know about, let's say, the mech genre or, uh, you know, battle in like Bleach and Naruto and stuff like that, this kind of has a little bit of everything in it. Um... You know, if you like Tokyo Ghoul and stuff like that, this has a lot of the sort of yokai elements and stuff like that, but there's a whole arc that's kind of a mech battle thing. There's a whole arc that's a little bit more horror-focused. Uh, it's got all the stuff in there. The art is amazing, so you're not going to be disappointed. The art, I also think, is really kinetic, which I think a lot of anime... The thing that I think keeps a lot of anime watchers from moving into manga is like, well, you know, I'd rather see it in motion. I'd rather hear it voiced. I'd rather uh, hear it with music and stuff like that. Uh, play your own music. I, the music and the voice, we can't do for you. But a good action series like Dandadan Dan has really kinetic and well paneled action which is going to make the transition from anime really easy for you. And this this series, I mean, if you've listened to the podcast in the past, uh, Gautam and I rave about Dan to Dan. I honestly think it's one of the best things being published right now. Excellent action. Every chapter, every week is awesome. Um, it's not too long right now. Uh, maybe it's maybe 100, 110 chapters, something like that. 110, 120, I think. But yeah, I mean, I, I cannot stress enough how, if you're just into sort of the general popular anime and... and you know, there's no shame in that. There's a ton, of, ton of people who are like that. I think if you go and read the first three chapters of Dandadan Dan for free and then maybe pay $2 to read the rest of it, I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to become uh, a member of the fan club like Gautam and I are, who are like waiting on the edge of our seat for an anime adaptation because this one absolutely kills. Gautam, anything you want to add to Dandadan Dan here?
1: It just does everything well. I, I think there it, it juggles like so many different things, but it doesn't drop one single ball. And I don't know how the the author keeps it this freaking tight but it is so yeah go check it out i guarantee fun because it, it is just a blast to read through
0: yeah it's a really excellent series it, it especially i think if you already have like like i mentioned obviously at the top if you're already familiar with anime and the tropes and stuff like that this one is an, just a, such an easy slide in um it yeah. just it just works on all those levels you're already familiar with the way you know a japanese high school works and stuff like that like this is just it's just easy it's just an action you know it's just a straightforward well it's not super straightforward but it it, it is an across the plate you know action battle shonen and it's one of if not the best one right now so
1: agreed yeah it's it's the chainsaw man season you haven't seen yet
0: in manga <laughs> exactly. form
1: so go read it
0: yep so Gautam, tell me about, uh, the avid Dungeons & Dragons player slash high fantasy lover.
1: Yeah. Uh, so for the active D&D player, or even the non-active D&D player, it really doesn't get better than Dungeon Meshi. I I don't think... The, the fantasy genre is, like, incredibly prevalent in anime. Anime and manga. You see it everywhere, but no one does pure fantasy better than Dungeon Meshi. Uh... And this thing wrapped up, too, so Mm -hmm. anyone who wants can just uh, read the whole thing. Uh, Anime release coming soon. But Dungeon Meshi is just so incredibly charming. I think it captures what makes kind of a fantasy adventure fun. It has endearing characters, uh, an underdog story, and a group of adventurers kind of making their way through a, a dungeon and succeeding in... Sometimes the stupidest ways, but it's all incredibly relatable with how normal D&D parties work. Your party is just a bunch of misfit buffoons, but they're all lovable. And that's what this is. Uh, I-, I think in regards to writing serious beats, it somehow does it incredibly well while tying into the theme of just eating a bunch of monsters in dungeons. So, um, yeah, uh, go check it out. I, uh, I think the, give it maybe like five or six chapters, the plot scales incredibly quickly, but in a satisfying way. And, uh, yeah, it, it, after reading the ending, I will say it is very satisfying. So, Mm -hmm, uh, don't worry. It nails that part too.
0: Yeah. I was, you, you brought up a really good point, which is, I think if you're familiar with, uh, if you've played Dungeons and Dragons, or if you've read a lot of high fantasy, they all it usually starts kind of slow, right? You're sometimes in the in the first session of D and D, you'll go in and be like, "Here's the big bad, and that's who you're chasing." But a lot of times, it's like, you know, you fight some rats or some goblins in a town. You do kind of normal everyday stuff, and it scales up, right? I mean, the classic high fantasy is boy on a farm, stuff like that. Uh, this this kind of has the same momentum as those which is which is why i think this is a really good suggestion for you know the high fantasy novel reader or the dungeons and dragons player because you're going to get that same sort of introduction to these fun characters and they're doing goofy stuff uh and then the turn to kind of more serious uh themes and things comes pretty quick uh but it isn't it doesn't totally swap over. It kind of introduces them and then interweaves them. And yeah, the whole thing stays super fun. It it really is just like if you've ever played a really good campaign or session of Dungeons and dragons or the people you're playing with are funny but you're also sort of combating a serious force also it's that perfect balance of everyone is goofy everyone's making fun jokes you like all the people at your table but also you're fighting you know a serious menace in the world of d d and that's exactly what delicious and dungeon dungeon meshy is um yeah and totally
1: I, it totally weaves both of those elements together so well mm-hmm. where and that's kind of tough right where you want to be funny but you want to be serious it weaves them and does them both at the same time so perfectly that neither one compromises the other. So Mm. like the, the darker, more serious moments never make the goofiness less funny and the funny moments never undercut a serious beat. Uh, They more so complement each other. It's, it's like a push and pull of kind of audience energy levels. So like the goofy moments always feel like a reward to a really serious part. Uh, Either way, it is just a blast through and through. Go check it out. You love it, I guarantee that.
0: It's super great. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I think one of the best, one of the best compliments I can pay to it is that it is both one of the funniest and the most dramatic things I've ever read. And it about, like you said, it balances those really well. I think a lot of series are all comedy or all drama, and you have to have a little bit of both. If you go back, if you watch, I don't know, like even. Uh, What's a good movie to call out here? Even Schindler's List has a couple of laughs in it, right? Like, and it does. If you've seen that movie, there's there's jokes, there's you know, and it doesn't it doesn't take away from the serious dramatic moments because it contrasts them really well. And and Ryoko Kui, the author here, is really really good at that. And yeah, Delicious Dungeon, perfect balance, excellent for any of you who are uh, fantasy people. It, hey, maybe this is even. If you're like a critical role watcher and you want to read some manga that makes you feel the same way, Delicious and Dungeon. There's your suggestion.
1: Also for people who are home cooks.
0: Uh no. Not this.
1: I way. I <laughs> didn't I didn't say professional chef. I said home cooks.
0: I don't know. I well, okay, maybe. My my history's picking up. The the stuff they make in here is not real. And it's also you, not <laughs> they're not real I, they're not real I, recipes.
1: I ate dragon meat last week. You can't prove I didn't. All right, onwards.
0: All right, we're moving on. Okay. Uh, Next up, and this is. We're going to get kind of into a little bit harder cells as we go on. Uh, This is a lot of people. Some of you might. Let's say it like this. Some of you might already be into anime and manga, and you're wondering, how do I get. You know, maybe I have an older brother or older sister who's, you know into more serious stuff, or my mom or dad? How do how do I get them to understand what I'm a fan of? You know, how do I bring them into this um, Japanese media circle that we all kind of live in, where we enjoy things like this? Um, is there any way to get someone who, maybe they really like Premiere TV, right? Maybe they like The Sopranos, or The Wire, or, uh, I don't know, what's the latest big HBO drama? Succession, or something like that. Is there anything that I could give them in manga form that would help them understand sort of, hey, this isn't just, you know, it isn't just an etchy, stupid, you know, high school boys with, with demon powers, right? It's not all Bleach and Naruto. There's there's some other deeper stuff in here. So I put the suggestion, uh the suggestion for the avid HBO drama watcher, but I think this also applies maybe to uh just someone who is more mainstream and doesn't understand the Japanese media circle in general. I think you can give them Monster to read, and I think they will enjoy it. Uh, monster by Naoki Urasawa is one of the most sort of adult, mature, uh, serious... I mean, I I read this, how many months ago now? Six months ago, maybe? And I remember talking about it, and I think I sold it as, this is literally just a premiere HBO drama in manga form. Um, the art is a lot less sort of cutesy and cartoony than a lot of other things. The storytelling is dramatic. It happens... Uh, Urasawa is a master at telling a story inside a single volume, and then he he breaks his stories up into volumes really well. So each volume is kind of like a little, you know, two or three hour short story kind of type thing. Uh, they all have their own sort of internal arcs and story arcs and things. Um, it's also just... It also just doesn't have any of the... I'll say it. It doesn't have any of the problematic things that appear often in other manga and anime, right? It doesn't. It doesn't have you know stupid panty shots. It doesn't have weird jokes. The faces don't go all childish and cartoonish, like I talked about. Um, an adult can read Monster, and they would think, "Oh, like this is you know this isn't you know this is not written for children." Uh, you know, I would I would not give Monster to anyone under the age of maybe like fifteen. Uh, one, because I don't think they would get it too because you know it deals with some some pretty heavy themes um uh, but it's also got uh Ursol is excellent at building the the world here based around sort of Germany and ukraine uh and the the interaction between those two is sort of based in the real world and based on a lot of real things that happened after the uh the fall of the wall in Germany the Berlin wall uh but also there he has his own unique twist on things uh if you're, like, a true crime person, I think they would like Monster. It's it's a little slow, but I think, again, if you're into this sort of HBO, you know, the HBO uh, premiere drama type stuff, Monster plays out, in my opinion, exactly like, you know... Monster's probably maybe like a four or five season HBO drama. If they wanted to adapt it, they could just go straight through it and do that. It just works. It works so well. I think it it is... I, I want to say it's like written by an adult for adults because like most manga are written by adults but again it just doesn't it doesn't play down it doesn't play down to kids it's, it's not written for kids it is complex it is deep the, the characters have jobs the characters are over the age of 16 you know usually mass me Tenma's like I don't know 35 uh yeah I mean this is and and again you've if you've heard about well-regarded anime and manga, you've probably heard about how good Monster is. In my opinion, Monster is one of, if not the best pieces of art I have ever consumed. And I say that non-jokingly. I I can't necessarily put at the top because it's very hard to rank, you know, how do I rank the best movie I've ever seen against the best TV show, against the best manga, but Monster is by far one of the best things I've ever read. Um, And I think that anyone who's really into, you know, succession and you want them to understand, hey, I read manga, Read volume one of Monster and you'll understand that there are stories in this medium because, you know, manga is just a medium and anime too. They're not, uh, it is not wholesale all one type of genre. Uh, Give them volume one of Monster and I think that they'll hopefully understand that, hey, you can just, you know, create dramatic adult, uh, you know, quote unquote regular stories, although Monster is a little... A little special, I guess, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just an excellent series. Can't cannot recommend it enough. Nice,
1: yeah. Uh, all of Ursala works are are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's what I hear. I haven't read any of them. But everything is, everything that I've Bruce read is, red is red best good. Best
0: uh, Monster, I think, is the easiest to digest for a new reader, just because it is. It's a little bit more straightforward. Pluto is shorter. I think I could recommend Pluto here. Pluto also is a little bit more fantastical because it's sci-fi and has robots and stuff in it. And if you tell people that it includes Astro Boy, they're maybe just going to be like, nah, whatever. Um, 20th Century Boys is too long, I think, for the initial reader. Uh, I, that don't would think, be more, I don't
1: think any, anyone who who needs the monster wreck doesn't, like, doesn't, I mean, knows who Astro Boy is. He's, that, he's might be a, that might be true. That
0: might be true. Yeah, old, 20th Century Boys is guy. too long and also very, very steeped in Japanese uh, culture. I think Billy Bat is the other one you could put here if you're a Western reader. Billy Bat is a lot, very, much more tied in American culture. Um, But Billy Bat is also a little fantastical and weird. Like I said, Monster, very grounded, very serious, basically just a sort of murder, not even a murder mystery, just kind of a a police chase murder, personal revenge story type thing. So, yeah, it's just excellent and good. Uh, Let's see, who's the next person we're going to make a recommendation for, Gautam? Tell me about them.
1: Yeah, for uh people that work with kids or parents. Um I would recommend uh Gakuin Babysitters. Uh it is it is adorable. It's a slice of life show about a kid who is a babysitter. And uh what I like about this, well honestly, I, I would put the Yotsuba here first, but I always recommend Yotsuba to everyone for mm-hmm. everything. So uh I'm That's on our I'm, other
0: recommendation list if you yeah. want to check it out a couple weeks back. So,
1: so go check out Yotsuba. But yeah. uh this is great because uh, I like that the, the, the little babies and the kids act like little babies, meaning they are adorable. It's a fun little slice of life, but they are also snotty and tantrum-y and go through all the the phases of meltdowns that little babies this age do. Um, it, it's, it's like a kind of a perfect balance of... Cute, and Ew, yuck, at the same time.
0: Hmm. And, Which is what real kids are like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I think uh, I think Kaku and Babysitters is is just pretty great. And it's an enjoyable read every single time a chapter comes out. Uh, it's pretty far in, so you'll have a lot of content, but it's such an easy read. Also, there's an anime. I haven't seen it, so...
0: Yeah, I saw um, that there was an anime when I was looking at this, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I, this... Yeah.
1: This is, I don't know. I don't know how the anime is, but I, I do know the manga is is just a, mm-hmm. a really tight read. So go check it out.
0: Yeah. And I would say this is a if you are looking to recommend things to other people as we were here, I think it's important to sort of give them something they are familiar with initially to latch onto. And if you're I mean, most of your parents have raised children, I would assume, maybe. Uh Or, you know, I put, you know, childcare workers, brand new parents, stuff like that. Um, People who are, who want to, if you want to tie someone to, again, to this sort of, or tie yourself in to this, to something that you want to be connected with, you know, raising children is a pretty universal human experience. We all have, have, we're raised by somebody, assumedly. So, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, childcare, raising kids is a great great way to do it. This is a super cute series. Like, like Gautam said, really easy read. Not, There's nothing really difficult or tough to get through here other than gross kids, so...
1: Nah, even that's fun. Go uh, yeah. give it a read.
0: Awesome. Uh, let's see. Next on the list... This is a big one. This is a big one for me because I, I grew up being this guy for a while. Uh, the Western superhero comic book reader. Um, if you... I, I would even say maybe, hey, if you're here and you've just seen a bunch of Marvel movies and somehow you want to make the jump over to manga, which is 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 a weird one. I assume you've probably seen some anime at that point, but hey, the the best thing I can give you here, and I think there's actually a lot of things you could suggest here. Uh, I think the best thing you can get here is One Punch Man by Yusuke Murata and One. Uh, again, you've probably heard about One Punch Man, and there's a reason. This is an incredibly well-written series. It is incredibly fun. This is the best action paneling in any comic at all, you're going to... Re- if you read One Punch Man and then go back and try to read Western uh, Western superhero comics, you're going to be like, man, I can't follow this action at all because the action One Punch Man is just, like, that good. Um, this one, I don't know if I have a whole lot to say. There's a couple other things I could maybe mention in here. I do think My Hero Academia is another maybe good sort of intro swap over if you're a comic book reader, but even further from that, I would say... Uh, my hero academia, yeah, vigilantes. Punch, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say vigilantes is also good, and vigilantes ties over the uh, the authors who made vigilantes are now publishing something called Spider Man Octopus Girl, which I think is another decent transfer over if you're a Spider Man fan. Um, and I almost put that in here, but I think it's a little too short. We're only at maybe I think like nine, eight or nine chapters so far. Uh, but there's also
1: a it's pretty been like a, a, one of my favorite like. I, I don't know. What a great version of Doc Ock. I, I feel like Octopus fun, Girl man. is very fun. Uh, and it's got
0: a lot of, I mean, a lot of familiar faces are popping up there. The superior Spider-Man is now in there. Um, a couple of things that I don't even remember their names of, but another, I mean, the things that you may not know about if you're a Western comic reader, since we're manga readers, there's also a series called, uh, what is it? Spider-Man. It's not code red. red. It's just Spider-Man red. I thought it was like, yeah, fake red. It's fake red, right? Uh, I think it's Spider-Man I, Fake Red. Or Spider-Man Red, one of those. I don't know. You can Google and find it. I'm not find sure. it. yeah. Um, but Spider-Man Fake Red, I've heard really good things about that. I believe it's completed. That's just a Spider-Man manga, as far as I can tell. Uh, I think it has like a different guy who's Spider-Man. It's not Peter, from what I understand, but...
1: Um, Personally, I, I, I think you, you nailed it in one with One Punch Man.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the real yeah. thing is, it doesn't matter if you're DC or Marvel or you read Batman or Spider-Man, One Punch Man is the thing to go to because it... It's gonna play with and have a lot of fun with all of these tropes that you already know from all these superhero comics. So,
1: yeah, it's a it's more or less a parody on what you already love. So, yeah, it, it's great, and it, it it looks better than it has any right to. Yeah. He's, he's the best artist in the industry. Murata. He's the
0: best artist in comics, is what I pretty pretty often say. I, I don't think yeah. anyone in the West can. Give him a run for their money, and how good he is at paneling and art composition. He's an amazing uh, manual artist. He's an amazing digital artist. Yeah, the One Punch Man is—it's One Punch Man is just the thing. It's, and I think that you're gonna—I think you have to note that it is. Uh, what's the right word for it? It—it it plays. It has some fun with the tropes from comic book stories. So don't go into it thinking you're going to get a straight across the plate, you know, Superman, Batman type story. It's having a little bit of fun with them, but I think that you'll like it because you'll see a lot of stuff in there where you go, oh, that that guy reminds me. he's the Flash, but they're they're having some fun with it. This guy is more Batman. This guy is, you know, Cyborg or whatever, but they're having some fun with it. Uh, and there's just going to be a lot of familiar familiar things that you can relate to here. So yeah, One Punch Man by Yusuke Murata. If you're a Western superhero comic book reader, this is, I think, an easy one to to hop over to. And I think there's probably a lot of people who are Western comic readers who maybe have already watched or read One Punch Man. So I think the overlap there is already pretty big. So I think it's a pretty easy suggestion. All right, Gautam. Tell me, this is an interesting one when you sent it to me as as a (laughs) recommendation, but hey, it's it's a very specific group of people, but maybe you fall into it. Tell me about it
1: no it's it, it's a very underrepresented group of people mm-hmm. uh this is for any Nordic readers with a good sense of humor and uh for you, I have Hulk. it's about a viking i uh I know you can relate and it's it's just a massive massive shit post at the beginning uh it's hilarious Hulk uh is this overpowered viking dude uh seemingly with an unknown background who is just insanely obscenely overpowered uh like at the beginning he has he has to like race on a horse uh he's in like a race and he ha- he carries his horse because he's faster than the horse in order to win like it's just goofy shitposting and then uh at around the midpoint in the so- in the story it takes a very serious turn into serious business and that's well written and then it goes back to goofiness. But yeah, it's just, it, it's bizarre. It's It should be a tonal mess, but it's not. It's just, it's just a wild ride. And I, I guess that's all I can say about it. It's hilarious. It's uh, surprisingly nuanced. And honestly, just a good read. Also, it got an anime recently, which is weird.
0: Yeah. Because I've this, this thing is that. pretty old. All right. You got me with a double feature here. Helk is if you have a good sense of humor. Tell me about the rest of the Nordic readers.
1: Well, if you don't want to laugh. Um, then there's something for you, Nordic readers with no sense of humor. Uh it's Vinland Saga, mm-hmm. and I assure you, you won't be laughing that often. Maybe not at all. It is a dark fantasy, dark Norse fantasy about uh, just about war. It it the major theme is kind of just how war.
0: It's a big anti-war fucks. piece, right? Kind of like it's, on a it's Titan. a huge
1: anti-war piece yeah. that. Starts out with a lot of badass battles uh, that kind of glorify how cool these fighters are and how badass it is, until it's not. Um, And uh, anyone who's reading or anyone who's perceptive uh, could probably see from the beginning that it's not supposed to be badass. But goddamn, some of these fights are just thrilling and wildly Mm -hmm. entertaining to read. Uh, And then the story pivots into a, a... a very apt anti-war piece. Yeah, uh, this is another one I think it falls like it into. Not. Yeah,
0: falls into the sort of uh, you could recommend this to someone who likes uh, just good TV. Right, I'm trying to remember. There's a lot of good Viking. Is there a TV show just called Vikings? And then there was. Uh, there is. There is. I, there's a I Netflix show a that a bunch of my friends watched about the Vikings invading England, and I cannot remember the name of it. It was on Netflix. Uh, but if you like that show, you'll like you'll like this.
1: I, I love how we assume all Nordic people are just uh, consumed Viking-related stuff. <laughs> also, sh- shouts out to God of War and God of War Ragnarok. Uh, yes, if you, there people.
0: you go. Yeah, if, if you yeah. liked God of War and God of War Ragnarok, this is this easy <laughs> stepping stone straight into Vinland Saga. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm sorry I stereotyped all of you. I hope you have... <laughs> it's, uh, it,
0: it's a joke. It's in jest. Uh, the, 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 uh,
1: the Nordic people with a sense of humor are laughing right now. The yeah. Nordic people, I recommended Vinland Saga to are downvoted. Yeah, the, all, all of the
0: future Helk <laughs> readers think this is hilarious and all of the future yeah. Vinland Saga readers are, are will are, are sailing their longboats. Yeah, they're sailing yeah, their they longboats towards you. So. <laughs> 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 all right, we're getting, we're getting too deep into the... Uh, into the no, no, here. that's funny. Uh, okay. Next. Yeah, Vinland Saga is a really good one, though. I mean... This is another one that I think if you're an anime watch or an anime enjoyer, you'll you'll know about Finland saga and you'll you'll know what kind of uh, premier drama it is. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, so this is one in keeping with the sort of let's find a funny guy out there who might might want to read some manga. Um, this is for the dude who thinks John Wick and The Raid are the best movies ever made uh, because he likes assassins and cool action and the choreography is what he's all about. It's Sakamoto Days by Yuto Suzuki. Uh, we've talked about it in the past on this podcast. Gautam and I love Sakamoto Days. Sakamoto Days is Hype choreography the manga. That's what this is. And if you if you like John Wick, if you like the sort of creative uh, creative kills, creative fights, or you know, the raid, which is these incredibly incredibly well choreographed fight scenes, uh, Sakamoto Days is gonna is gonna tickle that itch for you and is gonna be really good entry point into manga because Sakamoto Days is about uh what is his first name? Something Sakamoto? I don't know. It's about Sakamoto. Uh, Taro. 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 That's right. Taro Sakamoto, who is a retired assassin. He's the big guy on front. Uh, and he and his sort of group of sidekicks who go and try and protect his family and do good things. And it's got a sense of humor to it that is really great. And it's also just got like the best fight scenes in any manga of like all time. Like the most creative fight scenes I have ever seen very early on I want to say chapter like four five six something like that there is a chase scene with two people being chased through a sort of like supermarket area and the way that they use like it's a golf club and a walk a frying pan and all these different things they are it is not what you would think I I say that you go oh yeah you know picks up the golf club probably hits somebody with it it's like no they are picking up these items and they are doing creative things with it Taro Sakamoto at one point grabs a sort of like overhead handle bar from a train. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about right, you're on the train, the bar, you grab it to stabilize yourself. He grabs one of those and uses it as a weapon. Um, what else has been like used as a weapon creatively in this
1: series? He, he used the wheel of a plane to roll off the wing to launch himself at an enemy. Yes. Uh, and he, he rides the, the wheel like um, one of those things Paul Bart. Bar- rides uh, uh
0: like a f- fespa sorry that
1: right? uh that's it's not uh, i forgot what it's, it's called, the but... i know what you're talking about the, yeah, they're, yeah they're
0: in the new final fantasy game for some reason
1: uh oh yeah they are weird <laughs> uh either way uh you're right it is wildly creative i think every single fight scene in sakamoto days is just insanely creative mm-hmm. and sakamoto's fighting style is just, it's just improv based yeah. on whatever's around him and yeah. I love that.
0: There is a there's a point in the story where uh another very highly regarded assassin, and Sakamoto is sort of like top of the top noted as one of, if not the best, assassin. They say, Oh, like, could you beat could you beat Sakamoto in I one on one? And the other assassin goes, Hmm. If we were in an empty white room with nothing else on us, I think I could beat Taro Sakamoto. If he has anything he can get creative weapons with, I lose. And like that is that is the whole sort of just behind it. Um this is not, I will say, as a disclaimer, this is not quite as serious as John Wick and the Raid. This is a little bit more silly and over-the-top, you've noticed, by some of the things we've been saying. But that being said, it's it's action-forward, it's action-heavy, it has excellent paneling, also very easy-to-follow action, great characters. Um, the story's really simple, but, like, who cares? You're not here for that. You're here to watch, you know, what happened two weeks ago. There was a a guy fired a sniper bullet through the, like, wheel of a tire that spun it around around a corner to hit a guy. So it's stuff like that. If you like the movie Wanted, this is very uh, Wanted-esque, I would say. But even, it, honestly, I think Sakamoto Days is better than The Raid. It's better than Jodwick. It's better than Wanted. Uh, I'm also a huge manga fan, obviously, since this podcast. But yeah, Sakamoto Days is unrivaled in what it does. It's just the best at what it goes out to do, and it, and that's that's the action choreography and the creative fights and stuff. Uh,
1: you know that scene in John Wick where he builds the gun for three minutes just to shoot one bullet uh, and kill an enemy with it? And that was what the whole scene was for? That was, like, one of the most creative kills in that series. And I feel like every fight in Sakamoto has, like, something like that, akin to that. It does, that. yeah. And it's just, it's just a delight. So
0: It's amazing. There was a... Yeah. I saw... Maybe it was on Twitter, maybe Reddit or something. Someone posted about... Um, Sakamoto goes undercover as a teacher at one point and he these two at like an assassin school and these two kids are trying to trying to fight him and he takes him down with I think it's like a pencil and his folder and he just uses those as weapons and he like he like parries a knife with his pencil and then throws the pencil and it like stabs the guy into a wall and he's using the folder and then he like throws it uses distractions of paper yeah endlessly creative it, it, it's great yeah it's so so good what for um, yeah cannot recommend Sakamoto days enough uh, alright Gautam this is a place that I do not dare venture because I do not like horror. So horror. Tell me about this.
1: Yeah. Uh, so for all those people out there who feel like there is an unknown force kind of oppressing them and making them miserable, uh, it's not society. It could be just eldritch horror. And that's what this is. Uzumaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise known as Spiral. And it is uh, by Junji Ito. You might've heard the name. Um, or maybe not. Junji Ito... Ito's work is all quite old now. Yeah, one of the, uh, still
0: one of the most well-known mangaka in the West, especially in the horror. Uh.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so you, you maybe have heard of him. Um, he is... This is probably his most famous work. And, uh, yeah, it, what I described is effectively the concept behind Eldritch Horror. This is very much reflected in Uzumaki. Uh, it, effectively, the townspeople start seeing spirals everywhere. And I I can't even begin to describe. It's very hard. It in, yeah, in a way it's very that, hard
0: to talk mm-hmm. about it without spoiling it, ruining it, or
1: even doing it justice. Yeah, yeah, doing because, it justice yeah. because it's
0: uh, Junji Ito is very he's very visually creative with the way that he creeps you out and scares you and makes you feel uncomfortable. If you ever if you ever see just Junji Ito draw like a smiling person in his manga, it's like the creepiest thing you've ever seen. I like I I have read. Some, not all of Uzumaki. I don't think I made it to the end. And I've read what is it? The like the the Fault at Amagami Aragami Falls, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Secret of Aragami Fault, something I, something like that. I think I think those are the only two things I've read. And it just creeps me out, man. I I am see I am the opposite end of this. I do not enjoy horror, and I cannot read his. But that being said, I can't read it because he's so good at drawing horror. Like there's I've there's a lot of horror manga that I've sort of took a look taken a look at and tried to read and a lot of it's like oh that's violent or there's one or two creepy things in it but Junji Ito is so good at it that I legit can't read it like because I don't like horror and he's so good at horror that reading it creeps me out gives me nightmares don't like it so if you're and into let, that
1: yeah you let me give, to add on to that let me give you a, a horror fans a quick pitch uh horror movies generally uh rely a lot on ambience, sound and uh kind of just like visuals you see a lot of jump scares that that's an effective tool though i suppose a lot of people don't like that uh nowadays either because it's like kind of a lazy tool right uh just startling a person whereas kind of drawings you don't get the sound you don't get the that kind of atmosphere and you don't get jump scares so you have to make something scary without relying on all of these staple tools that every horror director uses Mm -hmm. or most horror directors use. Uh, Junji Ito does this in spades. It is so unnerving, so unsettling. And it's just all drawings on a page. Uh, You're reading at your own pace. By all means, you should be, you're in a spot as well that you're like, you're probably in your house, very comfortable. He somehow pulls you out of every sense of comfort with Uzumaki. And I think it's just phenomenal.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's, yeah. it's it's super scary and super good. Um I will say something you mentioned jump scares. Well, you're right that you can't really do jump scares in manga, but there's sort of another there's a thing that Junji Ito is like one of the best at that I've ever read, which is like the page turn reveal, which is not yeah. it's not really a jump scare, but it's a I mean all mangaka can use this to sort of like you turn the page and like, boom, there's something big or exciting or in Jujito's case, scary or creepy on the next page. And he does that so well. Like, even if you're reading digitally or something, you'll he'll build up this tension and then you'll turn the page and you'll go, oh man, I don't know what's, uh, what's going to be on this next page. It's going to be creepy, it's going to be weird. And you'll turn the page and he'll still sort of shock you and stun you by making it even weirder or even creepier and it's like oh man i i can't do it like i just literally because i'm not a horror person he's too scary because he's too good at making horror manga
1: yeah uh he he, he's freaking great at it uh so yeah go check this out it is not a sequel to naruto nor (laughs) is it a prequel that's boruto you're thinking of Uzumaki is his own thing. Go check it
0: out. Boruto might be scarier than Uzumaki.
1: Yeah, maybe depending on if you're a Naruto fan or
0: not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think next up, is this the very last? Yeah, this is the very last suggestion. Um, this is a very general suggestion as something that I think is very good, but I also specifically wanted to say if you're the dude or dudette who vote brigades on my anime list to keep full metal alchemist brotherhood in the number one spot. Hey, have I got a manga for you? Um, And it would be from the same author. This is Yomi no Sugai by Hiromu Arakawa. You thought that you could get through another suggestion or even hell, a fucking episode of this show without me mentioning Yomi no Sugai. Ha, jokes on you. You can't. I will bring this up. Absolutely not. No way. No way. It was all for this. It was all for this. Other suggestions? Get out of here. It's all Yomi no Sugai. Uh, Okay. Back to serious for a moment if you like Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, or if you legitimately, like, I do think that that's one of the greatest anime that's ever made, and it's one of the most accessible, straightforward things that you can suggest to almost anyone, because uh, one of the reasons I say this is a great general suggestion is one of the same reasons that if I were to make a list of good beginner anime for people who aren't into anime, I would probably put Fullmetal Alchemist and, and, and Brotherhood on that list, because, again, they don't have a whole lot of the sort of anime bullshit. There's not a bunch of, you know, etchy revealing clothing. None of that stupid stuff. It doesn't take place in a Japanese high school. It's in its own fantasy world that's even um, more westernized. In Full Metal Alchemist's case, in Yomi no it's a little bit more Japanese, but it doesn't... isn't super invested in here. This is just... Look, it had to show up on this list because I'm insufferable about it, but so many people love Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, right? There are clearly those people out here who go and vote Brigade Mal to keep Full Alchemist Brotherhood on top. If you're not as reading this, should. if you're not reading this, shame on you because yomi Sugai is so good. I also think that as, as a general suggestion, right, if you say, well, maybe I've seen a couple of anime and they were all right, but I, I don't really like, maybe you don't, I, I think that if you don't like that anime bullshit, right, which a lot of people don't, uh, some of us deal with it, you know to varying different degrees like i i know that between gautam and i I know that i can deal with a lot more etchy than gautam can it doesn't it yeah, doesn't bother yeah. me i seek it out occasionally but not often um i can just deal with that more than gautam can uh it doesn't matter both of us love yomi no sugai gautam has read some of it maybe
1: yeah a little bit really, like it's uh, six chapters
0: okay yeah, yeah yeah um and yeah but hiromo arakawa just doesn't doesn't go into the into those realms, right? It's it's funny, it's straightforward, it she's an amazing world builder. Yomi no Sagai has great characters, it's solid. It also kind of has that fun adventury feel to it. So if you're looking for something that isn't isn't, you know, as dour and serious as maybe like Monster or Vinland saga, or maybe isn't as lighthearted as, you know, Gakuin Babysitters or Helk, um, this is the perfect balance which is the same thing I would kind of say about full metal alchemist um no guy full metal alchemist they're so balanced in how they do adventure lightness and humor and action it has it just has everything and it's excellently written and it's excellently animated or drawn you know whatever however you're consuming it uh Again, like I said, you thought you were going to get through a suggestion list without me putting Yomi no Skye on it. You're kidding yourself, because this is <laughs> literally my favorite thing being published right now. I love Hiromu Arakawa. Uh, I, I worship the page that she draws on, quite literally. Uh, so yeah, if you're just, again, looking for just a very general suggestion of something to to get into, this is, I don't want to say unoffensive, because that makes it sound boring, but again, it's 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 unoffensive in a way that it doesn't doesn't have any of that anime bullshit in it, right? So...
1: Agreed. Good rec. And I I think we should footnote this whole list by saying, uh, if you haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist, um, prioritize that. We're just working under the assumption that everyone has seen Full Metal Alchemist. If that's not the case, uh, go rectify that. It's so good.
0: Yeah. And the good thing is, like, you can read Yomino Sugai, get up to the current chapter and be like, wow, that's great. I want to read more of something very similar to that. And then you can go read all, you know, the completed Full Metal Alchemist, which is great. You can go read Silver Spoon, which is completed, but also by Hiro Marikawa.
1: Um she's, she's a genius.
0: Absolutely a genius. One of my favorite artists of the 20th century. 21st century? We're in the 21st century. 21st century. Uh, One of those
1: two. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, that is it for our list. I should have made a little recap thing, but let's go through real quick uh, all of the things that we suggested in order. I'll just read them out here. Hey, for the massive anime fan who hasn't read any manga yet, we have Dan to Dan. For fantasy lovers and D&D players, Dungeon Meshy or Delicious and Dungeon. For the HBO drama enjoyers or maybe your mom and dad, uh, Monster. For prospective parents or people in child care or who love kids, Gaku and Babysitters. Uh, for the Western comic reader, One Punch Man. For Nordic people with a sense of humor, there's Helk. And for Nordic people without a sense of humor, there's Vinland Saga. For the dude who thinks John Wick and the Raid is the best movie ever, or if you're just really into action and choreography, Sakamoto Days. For horror movie or horror enjoyers, Uzumaki. And for the dude who vote brigades Mal to keep FMA Brotherhood on top, and a very good general suggestion, it's Yomi no Sugai.
1: Good shit. Good list.
0: And that's it for our top 10 list. Yeah. So uh, let's take a quick break, and when we're back, we'll do a little bit of news, a brief celebration announcement, and then we'll get out of here. So we'll be right back. All right, let's continue with the news. Uh, The only news that I have here is, Gautam, it is our one-year podcasting anniversary. Happy Happy anniversary, anniversary, buddy. Yes, our first episode that was published with both of us, because I did this... I did this podcast for two or three weeks live alone, and then Gautam said, "You need somebody else talking to." You. And I said, "Yes, that's much better." Um, was yeah, published and, and, was, and the rest of history. Uh, yeah, was published, I believe, on November second, twenty twenty two. So we're recording this on the first. This will be out on the fourth, I believe. So third or fourth. Uh, but yeah, I hey, one year in. How you feeling? Tell me how, how has the last year of podcasting been for you, Gautam? Have you, what have you learned? How do you feel?
1: Uh, you know what? It's been great. I, I, I love doing this thing. I, I don't care if people watch or not because I think at the end of the day, and it's nice that people are, uh, love you guys, but at the end of the day, what more or less I enjoy talking to my friend about things I like. Yeah. And I know you feel the same way, but oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, It's interesting because critically thinking and talking about like pieces of work like this, uh, make, make you appreciate them more. I know they do for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you feel the same way?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, before we did this podcast, we would, we would essentially have the same conversations we have on this podcast, just sort of in day to day life, either in person or over discord or whatever, um, we would just talk about this stuff anyways and it's it's really nice and it helps to sort of focus on like one or two things a week three or four things a week because um, yeah because we used to literally just you know every week oh new chapter i mean we still do this now sometimes but new chapter something comes out boom talk about it what is this you know what forms are they using how do you like it and you know s- suggestions for each other always um I, I mean i don't i wouldn't be here if Gautam didn't convince me to read more manga, and and I wasn't sort of driven to read more manga to uh to connect with you more, and then you got me to read One Piece, I, and stuff like that, which has changed my life literally in in a good way. I just I, I love One Piece now; it's great. Uh, can always yeah. be there for that. So yeah, it's it's been really good. I'm really excited to keep doing it. Um, yeah, excited for the end of the year. We got some exciting stuff coming. We're gonna do. We're going to do our Manga Award show again like we did last year, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Like there's a lot of hot competition this year, especially for things like what's the best new series or what's the best series that ended this year. Those are two big ones. Uh but yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more and like you said, we don't get very many views. I don't really care. We had two videos in the last year kind of pop off, but we, we've been growing, you know, very very slowly and that's totally cool with me. If we get, you know, two you subscribers know a month, which is about what we get cool eventually maybe it'll go a little quicker and then we'll see but that's not what it's about
1: so this will keep happening as long as we enjoy talking about it
0: yeah for sure and
1: and at the moment i i think it's safe to say uh we both love manga and that's important so i hope that that, uh,
0: yeah and i hope that that comes through in the episodes you've watched maybe just this episode or maybe a couple more but yeah i mean we really do this because we really love manga we really like talking about it. I think everybody likes talking about the things they love, but uh, I hope that our, our love and appreciation of of this art form really comes through and yeah, I hope that uh, maybe some of you can join us over here on the manga side where we don't watch much anime anymore. But that's all I've got really for News Gautam. So tell me, uh, let's do one sort of one more thing of our week here. Tell me what you've been doing here.
1: Yeah, I've been playing Spider-Man 2. Great freaking game. Uh, it, it is the most fun Probably one of the most fun traversal in any video game. It's just oh, yeah. an absolute blast. Uh, I went on the subreddit. It is. They oh, are just yeah. shitting on the game, like really? they're they're like very passionate Spider-Man fans who are like finding faults in Peter's depiction here in certain. And I'm like, Interesting. I'm like, as a not big Spider-Man fan who is enjoying the game, I I went into the subreddit and I'm like, wow, I. This level of investment is not relatable to me. Uh, I I bet like normal humans r- r- listening to this podcast will think the same about us in manga. But uh, <laughs> allow me to be a hypocrite and say those guys are crazy.
0: Luckily, in this episode, we didn't spend much time shitting on on manga we don't like. So yeah, there are those but, episodes if you want to go back and look for them. So feel free.
1: <laughs> I, I hope I, I hope Horikoshi never listens to this.
0: I was about to say, find find any <laughs> of our past episodes from the past year that have My Hero Academia in the title. You can listen to some some fun riffing because uh, we, <laughs> we have some issues with that one. But cool, uh, yeah, I, this looks good. It, I I don't know. In my I, opinion,
1: it's a great game. Uh, it's fun.
0: It looks great. It looks awesome. I never finished the first one, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, I know I would enjoy this if I kind of had the time to get through it. But
1: uh, they fixed your problem that you had with the first game with the yeah. the controls. They have an option to invert and uninvert. So.
0: Yeah, I well and they added that to the first one after like a month oh. or something. <laughs> so yeah. maybe so, not even yeah. that long. Like I tried to play the original uh Spider Man PS four game, PS five game, whatever it was. Um, and I am an invert Y and double invert camera guy for third person games, and they literally did not have an option to invert Y. And it's like I just can't play your game. Like it is so hard to rewire my brain after, you know, thirty years of inverted playing. It's just like you just can't, yeah. right? Like it would yeah, like that, I would be fair. okay. I would do it, I would mess up, and then I would be okay for like a minute or two, and then if there's any downtime where I'm not moving the camera, my brain goes, I'll press up to move the camera down. It's like, nope, up moves the camera, up, couldn't handle it. But yeah, I, I know that they fixed it. I went back and played a little bit of the original. It's still also a great game. Um, yeah, it's uh, good.
1: I, I, yeah, I, I think um, I think if your yeah, game library is full at the moment, just wait. just wait, it'll yeah. go on sale, and you can grab it.
0: There's a lot of stuff out there for sure. Uh, let's see, I have been watching, I watched the first two episodes of Pluto anime on Netflix. Um, Oh, I thought this was a
1: movie.
0: Uh, I mean, the first two episodes together are like 120 or 130 minutes long or something. So yeah, it it basically is a movie. Um, Thoughts? But yeah, it's, it's good. I, as an adaptation, yeah, find no faults with it. Other than, uh, I hate to just call out the Japanese language, but the way that they say so, the main inspector guy—he's not in this picture. His name in German—he's—he's he's a German robot. His name is spelled G E I S C H T. Geist is how I would say that. Geist. Geist. Yeah. Um, in Japanese, his name is like Gezhi or something It's they say it really weird and it's like and i like maybe you want to try out the english dub but i know I'm, I'm a dub hater so subs for me uh but it's it's really good i and they it's even something that i think that is maybe even better than the manga which i think the manga is excellent um i had a rant about it i don't know seven months ago maybe when i first read it uh astro boy adam who i literally if you can tell like I is the little poster that's back here in my room. I'm pointing at it. Yeah. This, that, that is Tetsuan. You after him. Incorrect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is A-T-O-M. Um, Tetsuan Adam back there. I, I had to, after I read Pluto, I had to have some kind of representation in my room of this work. Cause this work was, it affected me so much and is so good. Uh, I think that Adam in the show is, so there's something about like hearing a child's voice and having it still be this kind of like mature robot, uh, like writing. I guess I-, I don't know how to say it. Adam obviously is like an advanced robot, like a bunch of the main characters are in this series, but he is like presented as a child. So it's it's just really interesting. It's really cool to see like the the movement and stuff like that. Uh, I saw a lot of people complaining that this is like, there's no action. I hate it. It's so boring. It's like, yeah, listen, uh, if you're new to Urasawa's works, they are slow burns. And, but they're super interesting. I think that, you know, he, there's mystery in all of them. There's mystery in Pluto that I don't even remember. I don't remember even every turn of it. So yeah, I'm excited to watch it again. I'm going to do maybe like an episode a day, but, uh, because they're long. I mean, it's eight hour long episodes, essentially. But yeah, I would say watch the first two or three. And if you're still into it, then whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's excellent so far. So,
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like people who watch True Detective and expect like action packed like,
0: This is like
1: it, in CIS. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. It's like uh, you went in with the wrong expectations. Yeah,
0: for sure. The expectation here is this is sort of a, this is a slow burn murder mystery uh, that's eight hours long. Uh it is not an action series. They they no, it's not an action series. N- not what it's about. Uh cool. I mean that's that's it I think for our episode. Hey. Thanks for listening and watching everybody. If you've got suggestions for maybe what you think is the best uh the best brand new manga to bring somebody into the fold, so to speak, leave them in the comments. We'd love to have more comments, more interaction. Um maybe you think there's a better maybe there's a better suggestion for Nordic people with a sense of humor than Helk.
1: Yeah. Let us know. Nordic people let, let us know what you like. But <laughs> if only we have any, if you have a sense of humor. We know you like Vinland Saga if you don't.
0: <laughs> yes. We're just absolutely sure you like Vinland Saga. This is, we're going to get in trouble if we keep leaning into this, uh, this joke too much. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, back off a, it. Uh, but anyways, yeah, before, hey. Before Odin gets mad. Don't forget to leave us some feedback, uh, comments give us an upvote, thumbs up, follow, whatever, any positive reinforcement you can leave to us, please go do that. Uh, We really appreciate comments we had a lot in the last couple of videos. We love that. We love your subscriptions. Um, Check out Twitter and Patreon. Those are linked in the description. Uh, Gautam, tell everybody goodbye. Don't forget. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, thank you again for being with us this week and don't forget to read more manga and recommend them to your friends and family. See ya.